0: Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty and cosmetic enhancement. Shana Blaze is a widely regarded award-winning interior designer, TV personality, author, creative director and gender equality advocate. But she's best known for her roles on the Australian home and interior design shows such as The Block, Selling Houses Australia, and most recently, the winner of the TV show, The Celebrity Apprentice. She's the author of two successful interior design books, Design Your Home and Design with Colours and Style. She has a great eye for design, which has allowed her to achieve regular columns on design, style and interiors for publications such as Stella Magazine, The Herald Sun and Grand Designs Magazine. But there is so much more to Shayna Blaze than you may know. I've had the pleasure and the honour of getting to know her over the years through my friend Darren Palmer. And I can tell you that she is one of the most inspirational women I have ever met in my life. She glows from the inside out. Her heart, her soul and her beauty are unparalleled. And sometimes when I watch her on TV, I want to scream at the television and say, but you don't know the real Shayna. In this episode, I've asked Shayna to share some of her secrets because I think it's so important that someone that we think we know we can speak to them and find out a little more about how they go about creating their personal image and what works and what doesn't work for them. In this episode of Ageless by Rescue, I am delighted to present one of the most authentic, intelligent and truly gorgeous women on Australia in Australian media, Shana Blaze.
1: It's interesting because um, I gave up singing twice, you know, for someone else. I had to give up singing to make money and the singing at the time wasn't, a, a, you know, it was a great career but it wasn't making a lot of money. So to actually sort of support what was happening in my life, I had to give it up and then go back to work. And not to say the singing wasn't work, I was working a lot. <laughs> um, but the the energy release, the joy that you have when you sing, the communication through sound and the communication through the words the lyrics and it's performing and you know I I love obviously performing in all different forms whether it's in a talk whether it's on tv whether it's on a stage um I feel like it's such a big big expression of who I am and going back to doing a bit of singing I've been writing with Gary Pinto who is just incredible and wrote that song for the movie that you heard um it made me realize what I intentionally gave up for something else. And I think going back to that, it just reignites parts of you that you let go, and parts of me that I let go in the yoga because it didn't fit with what was going on. I gave up the singing because it didn't fit what else was going on. So it really, it really comes down to rediscovering what made me happy and why I did those things in the past and I brought them back into now. Tell me about you said that you were puffy and yeah. that your um,
0: schedule was crazy. What did you do in terms of sleep and your schedule and um, and food?
1: I had a real big forced stop because we um, were selling houses. We had stopped for a while. Um I, I, was, I went on a full anti-inflammatory diet to try and I had high-grade inflammation, which I still do, which causes a lot of allergies. So, you know, I can't have dairy and I, I can't have tomatoes and um, there's a lot of sort of skin things come with it, stomach upsets, gut inflammation, um, and it's long-term. Like it's it's taking a long time. Like I was working on that like five years ago because things were starting to happen, but when I had a crash, that was about four years ago or Three and a half years ago. Um, so I went back to nothing. Like my my diet, everyone was going, oh, I don't know how you can su- survive. But for me, it was everything that I had to do. So I had to, um, I had to go back to basics. Don't eat meat, but I had to have chicken bone broth and it's quite tasteless actually. So that was fine. It's not something that you can do for a couple of weeks, like it's years, it's years. So if you if you have those issues, it's a long-term process.
0: For, you know, women who are in their 50s and think, oh, you know, the, my best years are behind me. No, what would you say to that?
1: No, I'd say the opposite. I, I, look, it's a mindset. I've always, it was, it was funny. I'm going to be very real about this. I've said it like in a, uh, um, I think in one of my books about resetting yourself, in that when I was 39, it was very real. My career had hit hit a real dark place in the fact I wasn't doing what I loved. I'd given up my singing. I was working in interiors, but I was in a shop and the people were amazing. The shop was amazing. It wasn't me. I wasn't that person. And all of a sudden I was dressing differently and I was acting differently. So at 39, I literally thought my life was over. I thought my life was over. And I... I think I went through about six months where I I was just fearful of like I I haven't come what I I came to do. I, I haven't come what I came to do. And that was once I hit 40, my life was over. And I'm not joking. I was laying in bed. I had my birthday. It was the next day and I got up and I went, God, I'm a dickhead. Not one thing has changed. Like there was no smack on their head. There was no this. It's me stopping me making something happen. Do
0: you have Botox? Do you have, um, you know, any um,
1: laser treatment? You know, there's a lot of awesome anti-aging stuff. No, I've never had Botox, but I was looking at what I was looking like on Celebrity Apprentice going, oh God, I think I need to do something. Um, but I ended up being really bad lighting. We'll put it down to that. Um, definitely have laser treatments. I've, I've had a few different, I don't even know the names of them. I'll have to find out. One was Pico. One was, there was a horrible one years and years ago that, um, it was a laser treatment and your, your face just blew up for three days. It was awful.
0: Do you think that um, we gain confidence um, at different stages or ages? Do you think it's an age or do you think it's a life event that kind of opens the door to the, no, this is me?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a combination. I mean, you know, there's people in their 50s that still haven't got it, Like, but it, you just think, have you twigged have you twigged like you know come on you're 50 don't leave it so much longer and there's people in their 20s that they just my god you got it I know people 20 years older than you that just haven't got it so there's that part of events or things that have happened to them that's made something trigger but then there's also definitely the decades there's different things um I remember in my 20s you know I was at you know a had a career. I had two kids. I had a mortgage, and I was 27. And you know, my auntie just kept going. You know what? You're not going to come into your own till you're 30. And I kept going. I freaking hope so because 20s, my 20s are exhausting. <laughs> but it was true. So I, I I waited for 30, and I remember seeing the same thing in my daughter. And there's something that clicks about what you accept and what you won't accept, and. In your 20s, you're trying to get things quick. You're trying to prove yourself. And then I feel like you slow down a little bit in your 30s and you're mental, health, like, you know what? That doesn't matter anymore. You do find out what's important to you. And that comes with um, age and wisdom of what you've already been through.
0: So in the concept of ageless, have you seen any kind of, um, you know, is abuse and is uh, violence, um, you know, across all ages? Do women experience it from... Youth Is it transgenerational or or, or can someone suddenly find themselves in a blindsided by an abusive relationship that they suddenly find themselves in?
1: It is genderless. It is, um, you know, so much about it is any form of of violence, um, which is verbal, which is mental, which is financial, as well as physical. We tend to think it's only physical. Um, It can happen to you as a child. It can happen to you in your first relationship. It can happen in your third or fourth relationship. It could happen in your 60s in in a new relationship or you've had this great relationship and then all of a sudden it changes. Um, Just because you didn't grow up with it or you didn't experience it first off doesn't mean it's not going to happen to you. And the, the big thing is also is that no one goes into a relationship going, oh, it's an abusive one. I'm gonna see how I get through this. It starts off most of the times pretty amazing. You fall in love, or there's something about this person that is a little bit um, injured, and you're powerful, you've got the tools. I'm going to help you. Come on, come along with me. I'll show you how to make your life better. I'll, I'll get you the best version of you out there. And then then it sort of gets beyond coercive and then it flips and then the mental games all of a sudden change that you don't realise you're in an abusive relationship. So there's so many things. So, and I think that's the hardest thing is the, the shame that comes with it because it happens so slowly that it's very hard to go. I've talked about this person that I love all the time, but this person's harming me. How, how can I tell anyone that? How can I tell anyone that's happening to me? And so that's finding out, You know, what are the tools that you need to actually deal with that person? What are the tools that you need to tell people? And what are the tools you need to either work together and change it? Because some can work and change because sometimes the abuse is from situational things that are happening. And then it's a case of if it really isn't working, how do you get out? How do you get out safely? So I think it's not this... um, one story fits all there are so many different parts to it
0: what are the few things the little tricks and hacks that instantly transform you that you know that if you're having a bad week a bad month a bad day if you add these little secret ingredients it might be a great lipstick it might be a go-to outfit it might be uh a, a, you know a supplemented what what are the things that you can add to your day that you would recommend um through your own experience that can actually re-energize you give you vitality bring back that you know joie de vivre that we're we're looking for that's ageless
1: i i've, I've been sipping it the whole time i'd say get green tea in your life um get rid of the coffee you know, there, there is, you know, a bit of caffeine in green tea, but um, I haven't drunk coffee for 20, over 25 years, something like that. It didn't work for me. I, I don't need that stimulation because I run on adrenaline, hence adrenal fatigue. Um, but green tea has got so many good qualities for your skin, your vitality, for your centre. Uh, I really look at getting onto some great teas, you know, um, look at ones that don't have caffeine in it, look at dandelion tea because it's a diuretic. look at um, chamomile tea for relaxation, look at um, rhubos tea, which is a beautiful... I love
0: rhubos.
1: Rhubos is beautiful, but there's no caffeine in it as well. And it's a nice winter one. It, it sort of warms you. So look at all those different teas that, it, to me, that's my go-to. That's my comfort. Um, definitely the, the shots of um, raw ginger, turmeric, black pepper, and lemon. If you've got high-grade inflammation, I swear by it, you have to do it every day for a year. Don't, you know, don't do it for a couple of days and think you're going to get miracles. Um, I went back to um, uh, collagen powder. So putting collagen powder in my um, smoothie and I also have collagen powder um, as I heat up coconut milk at night and I put collagen powder in it and I found a caramel one, which is so tasty. No sugar in it.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that.